So one of the best conspiratorial documentaries on Netflix this year is The Great Hack. It's looking at Cambridge Analytica from the other side. Everything from the court case to what happened and the repercussions for society is looked at. And it's got everybody asking the question, are our phones listening to us? How much data are we giving up? And is there a bigger conspiracy here at play? But before we get into that, we'll have a quick look from our sponsors. So there's a new Limerick-based company on the block called Imua. Their aim is to be the just eat of the beauty industry. So if you're in the market for a beautician in your area, a professional, this is the app to use to find them. Right now, if you're a professional makeup artist and you're looking to find more business, listeners of the podcast can get a three-month exclusive deal with them. They get a bunch of free stuff. So if you know makeup artists or any muas as they're called these days, I guess, then send them through and three months free. Happy days. Now, let's get into this. <laughs> oh, Dean, have you been watching The Greatest Hack? The Greatest Hack? Or The Great Hack, sorry. The Great Hack on Netflix. Great yeah. start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watched already. Um, yeah, it's fairly mental. Documentary of the year. Uh, already. Yeah, yeah. No, I would agree. It's It just goes to show, like, how completely... Well, I suppose, yeah, it's actually to describe what the hell The Great Hack is. Yeah. Uh, so... The Great Hack is a documentary um, that goes through basically what was going on on the inside between Cambridge Analytica and Facebook uh, during the Trump election and the Brexit election and and basically the scandal that went down and stealing over 50 million people's data in 2016, was it? Yeah, during just before the US elections, it's the whole yeah. story. The, the story actually starts with the Sony hack in 2014 oh, yeah. and pushes on then through the whole Cambridge Analytica meltdown, mm-hmm. um, then onto Facebook and then onto Trump and the whole Russian election, the Mueller report, and all that jazz. It's nuts. Yeah. But like everybody remembers the Cambridge Analytica scandal from a year ago. Everybody has heard a lot about it, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like looking at it through the lens from the people who've from actually people been who actually involved, involved in and yeah. now are whistleblowers. Actually, yeah, it's, it's, it is. All, it's all whistleblowers. Like you've got the CEO who was there, you've got like who it was Your one Brittany Kaiser, the number Brittany two Kaiser, yeah. she even spoke to Assange and everything. Yeah, yeah. you see some under um, under uh coverage undercover Undercover, undercover footage, footage yes. <laughs> <laughs> of um, your man Alexander Alexander Nix. Yeah, yeah, of him Gale. basically talking about how they fed propaganda to the population of America and the UK during again Brexit and the Trump uh, uh, election, um, and how they manipulated people into thinking and voting the way that they wanted to. Yeah, and they show the whole court case and everything that was <laughs> happening when. Um, the likes of Zuckerberg were be, was being questioned. Oh man, awfully. that was tough to watch. <laughs> awfully, that was tough. By the to senator, watch. Or whatever was it? He's just like a deer in headlights. Like he doesn't uh, know what to say. Uh, it, it's like have, he, he looks like a ro- come back to He looks like that. a robot who just short circuited, like yeah. with getting all these questions. Information data overload. Yeah, yeah. Or or data overlord, as he'd like to be called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. So before we go any further, <laughs> will we just explain to people what Cambridge Analytica is? 
yeah i suppose essentially they were a data marketing company in like the loosest in the very loosest sense mm-hmm. but they specialized in using artificial intelligence and using the data Algorithm, for yeah uh political lobbying so the advertising for you know just different political groups and online channels mm-hmm. like we, yeah. I think the era of just posters on every fucking like post from here to from here to Dublin are gone. You are moving online, and I think people don't are only starting to realize how much data they're giving up yeah. voluntarily for the ease of access for social mm-hmm. media. And it's not even like obviously, like when you sign up for various apps and services such as Facebook, the first thing you see is, "Do you agree to our terms of service?" And nobody reads. One hundred and forty no, pages deep of yeah. No, not really. 90% of people don't read them. But one of those terms of services is that basically by default, um, you're agreeing to allow your data be used by third party applicants. Now, that's on Facebook. Other companies won't do it. So Amazon basically came out and said that, like, we don't sell your data to anyone. Well, they said that we don't sell <laughs> yeah. your data to anyone um, unless it's specifically needed. Like, say, uh, if your address is needed to have something delivered to you, it takes your address. It doesn't take, like, your date of birth or like your yeah what other stuff that you're browsing to know on it like it's just literally your address that it takes but whereas facebook and this is where like the big scandal came out who uh the former ceo said uh that basically you have third-party apps on facebook say like if you download a game or something like that on facebook mm-hmm. you play it, you sign up for it blah 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 and cambridge cambridge analytica rel to take over 5,000 data points per person. Yeah, so the way they were doing it was, um, what they would do was, Joe, those stupid fucking quizzes, like what sandwich yeah. are you and what Disney princess are you? Mm-hmm. They're essentially personality tests. Yeah. So you're answering these questions and you think it's a, not- a nothing answer. But over time, you do them mm-hmm. and it starts to build up. Oh, we saw a lot of them. That was a yeah. fad that came and out a couple of years ago. it starts to build a demographic of yeah. people. They're, yeah. they're, Joe, their personality types, your just you know an idea of who Likes, interest, of, blah, blah, yeah, blah. of who yeah. you are and yeah i mean like that that's the information but what was happening was you would give authorization for them to take not only your data but anybody in your friends network as well yeah. so it would say i do a quiz now suddenly they have access to your data and because they're getting access to your data they're now getting access to your friends list data and so the chain fucking mm-hmm. continues and apparently this is one of the terms of service that we agreed to when you're when you're doing those quizzes yeah but you can see that if it's like you know and you go into them it's this would like to use this and this mm-hmm. and yeah. you can go no or yes everybody just goes yes yeah and they don't actually look at it no and this never. was over this I whole f- but this whole face app a couple of weeks ago people started freaking out because it was a russian company yeah it turned out nothing but it's a term of service that's in 101 other apps yeah so like people just getting freaked out over nothing there when you should be probably a little bit more concerned about the data you're giving up everywhere else mm-hmm. and yeah exactly yeah and um <coughs> excuse me um yeah so they would take this data belong to you sorry <coughs> they would take this data belong to you and uh what cambridge analytica was doing then with that data it was looking we'll just take the election for example it was able to actually look at your likes and interests, your friends' likes and interests, over 50 million people's likes and interests, and gauge who they were going to vote for in the election. And then they broke it down even further to people who they 
dubbed the persuadables. Yeah, so it broke it up into, it was like, these people are voting red, these people are voting blue. And now they could target the states where they needed to get the switch around. Yeah. Um, and then that would favour their side. In those so they'd look at the these areas. They'd look at people who haven't fallen into either demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd find out who these people are and what a group they fall within, and then target them with a propaganda spiel that would sort you know move their vote to where so they wanted it to be. Crooked Hillary, yeah, crooked Hillary targeted campaign. ads, propaganda essentially targeted ads. And this is like the big difference between propaganda nowadays towards propaganda during say World War Two and all that. If you had to see propaganda like back in those days, you'd see a poster on the wall or you'd go into a cinema to watch news because that's what they used to do back then and they'd play certain news stories and that kind of thing. Yeah, the whole American thing is like, join the army, you're a country needs, you... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So back then it was a lot harder to use propaganda than it is now. now, Because it was very goddamn successful in its time. Oh, it was, yeah. But I'm saying that they have so many more sources and avenues to go down to like troll propaganda at you nowadays. Uh, It's different. I think it's still probably as effective as it was back then. Oh, I'm not saying but it wasn't as we're effective. We're a lot I'm more desensitized to most advertising. So, like, say, say if, oh no, how, how like, say if you now? see an ad on TV now, you don't pay any fucking attention to it. Yeah, un- unless it's ridiculous and off mm-hmm. the walls. The whole thing with the the propaganda machine through social media is we're so ingrained in it, in it. Like, people are checking their phones. What is a hundred times a day is the the average now. Mm. And you don't even think that you're seeing this stuff because most people go in, they scroll, they scroll, they scroll. Yeah. But they are seeing it and whether they know it or not, it is affecting. Yeah. And that comes back to that whole argument of um, when people are like, oh, my phone's listening to me. It's absolutely fucking not. No. It's just it's not. It's just the targeting ads are just gotten that so good. and the AI uh, and the algorithms they use have literally just gotten that good now. <clears throat> that well, 10 minutes of stro- scrolling to your phone and going into like a couple of different links that's enough to like trigger the AI and say okay I want to send this targeted ad to this person well, what do you know about fa- the Facebook Pixel? the Facebook Pixel? yeah okay so in the Facebook Business Manager the whole advertising suite that's just in the background of Facebook for people in marketing jobs and stuff for this there's a piece of code called the Facebook Pixel that you install on your site if you're like a retail outlet so I can be Joe, I can be doing my ads so when you see your Amazon ads on Facebook that's because it's tracked what you've been doing on the Amazon site and retargeting those products to you. Mm-hmm. And that's the Facebook Pixel, which is a piece of code. So imagine how many websites have. So when you think about, and like this is normal, this is fine. You know, there's no, I, I don't see anything shady about it. This is, you know, how modern advertising works. Yeah. The same way that television did, same way that newspapers did. But you're being monitored on pretty much every site that you're on, and that's getting this whole overview of you as a person, of your shopping behaviours, your interests, the things you're looking at. And they have all of that. Mm-hmm. So they know how much money you're spending on X. They know what what you're doing. You know, it's all... Even down to your Google account, when you look at your maps, you can see exactly the route you took yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Google Longitude or something like so that. So the Pixel well. is yeah. nothing... It's nothing wrong, but people just have to be aware that they are, you know... that Tracking you basically yeah your, like, beha- your like, behavior for the purposes of sell yeah selling. Like, the, like the facebook and like google and all of them like they literally probably they not they do definitely know more about you than your co-workers and best friends do yeah. because like you're well they know the your porn that, history the person that you are in work <laughs> you know you know how to talk work you know what make jokes to make what conversations to make blah 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 
and like that's the persona that your work colleagues have of you and then when you're your friends you're a lot different but you wouldn't have be having the conversations with your friends that you have your work colleagues so they see a different persona of you and your family as well and then you're online but Facebook, you a different person as well Facebook your behaviour online what you're scrolling to what you're clicking blah 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 it doesn't matter who you're with it stays the same and these companies they know you better than everybody else in your social network know you yeah but look there's uh, d- digital marketing's cool it's great mm-hmm. it's it's a cool job that, like obviously we do some digital marketing ourselves in terms of like you know just trying to rank better on google with search mm-hmm. engine optimization these are all parts of it but you're not using that kind of data for it but where where that data collection gets shady yeah. is when it's not being used you know, when it's all well and good having all that there, and we it's use it for advertising and marketing, and yeah. just n- normal day to day things that most people don't really give a rat's ass about. Yeah, no. But when it's being used in the manner in which Cambridge Analytica used it, is where it's a big go fuck yourself. Exactly. When we're getting involved in politics and elections, and which could be essentially change people's lives, like Brexit, for example, that's literally going to change so many millions of people's lives for the worse. Or and. Cambridge Analytica they're not they're, it's not completely their fault politicians come out and told lies and everything blah 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 but Cambridge Analytica were a massive part to play in that and like it is this kind of stuff that literally has the potential to ruin lives it is it's a really like it's a really tough debate because it's one of those things it's like we give up that data freely willingly unknowingly maybe yeah for access Joe, whether we want to use facebook whether we want to use youtube and like when you think about it facebook instagram whatsapp they're all the same thing so yeah if you think you're being targeted by nappies for example are you saying you haven't talked about it in your whatsapp are you saying you haven't talked about it in your talked about a baby are you saying you haven't been looking up yeah. mammy mammy daddy pages on your facebook feed Mm-hmm. You know? So it comes down to that famous example that we all probably learned in college about the girl who didn't know if she was pregnant or not and started like googling it and stuff like that, like you know, like different pregnancy, blah blah blah, um, symptoms, and then she ended up getting like a care package from Target Center or her house with a load of baby essentials in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the famous example of you know, like even if you're not specifically talking about nappies or babies or that kind of stuff, they can get a sense from your search history, even if it's somehow related to it. Okay, yeah. this is the kind of stuff that we're going to target to them. It's not rocket science. It's yeah, no, it's simple. It's, it's understanding your customer. Yeah, but where all again this when stuff they have five thousand different data points on a single person, that is an outrageous amount of information and outrageous. more than enough for them to be able to give you certain targeted ads. Yeah, and it's when it's being misused is where the problem is and the fact that your man that was running the documentary asked Cambridge Analytica for his data and yeah. under GDPR regulations which are now a big thing mm-hmm. since the whole Cambridge Analytica thing and companies are required you know to give you your data if you request that you have the right to be forgotten you have the right to be removed it's the whole reason Martin's trying to get out of the Catholic Church because they have no right to his personal data if he wants mm-hmm. it removed from the transcript yeah, but Cambridge Analytica basically went after the thirty day period where he asked for his data. And went, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, we can't give you that because it's sensitive. Yeah, fuck you, it's me. It's exactly it's me. <laughs> yeah, it's not even my <laughs> information. It's me. Yeah, oh, it'd be so interesting to see even like even if like if you ask those kind of companies like I want my dad, I want all the data on me to see exactly what they have on you. Well, you just saw that it, they, they, they just went no, it's sensitive, it's taking, and they'll take. The, but they'll take court, didn't they? 
Yeah, but under the GDPR laws, they can get fined 20 million or 4% of their gross annual profit. But because they were a company in liquidation and closing anyway, it wasn't a complete non entity. And they actually burnt a lot of documents as well that they, I think they said, was either unrelated or was an accident. But they said, like, thousands of documents were burned before they went into liquidation. But they were, they essentially got around GDPR laws straight off the bat. It was like, oh, just close down. We're, we're, we're done. Yeah. Put a fork in us, we're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I'm sure they had to, I mean, like, Sure, there there was a PR. But uh, when you get caught to when you get caught manipulating elections, like you know, like there's no way that you can completely stay oh, functioning all, as a business. Yeah, like I don't know. I think I think there's a conversation that needs to be had. Is like GDPR going to be enough? I don't think so. I think I think there needs to be some form of like an open access to my own personal information. And if I don't want X, Y, and Z being used by you mm-hmm. for whatever reasons, then that should be the case it's it's getting to the point where our for me anyway it's getting to a point where we're so we're part of the simulation if you want yeah. to go into like conspiracy mode on this that um how, how far apart are we from our online selves yeah it's becoming a human right almost is it uh, actually they said that something like that inside in the document in the documentary as well something about they're Something trying to human there, right. There is someone, there's a couple of groups trying to lobby to make, um, what is it, uh, data rights, human rights. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, like you said, it makes perfect sense. Like, you know, like, you, if I go to, but then if I go up to Facebook and, and say, uh, I want all the information that you have on me. Yeah, Grant, here you go. If they did give it to me, here you go. Right, I don't want you to have any of this information. They could send an email back and be saying, yeah, that's deleted. Yeah, okay. We but, don't know. Yeah, like, but to so. a lesser extent, like if I go and su- onto a website and sign up to a newsletter, and two months later I want to unsubscribe and they ha- d- and tell them to delete my email, they have to. So, oh yeah, yeah. So like, no, it's my information. Mm. The law is there in black and white. Follow it, and if the law and if they're not following it, then the law needs to be stricter. The regulations need to be stricter, and if it's getting to the point where it's too late for us to get that information back, we've already given it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do we do next? I mean, like, there are, like, even though when Facebook was getting in trouble with this and Zuckerberg was, you know, he actually put up a status there a couple of days ago, a big long status about, like, his, how he's working on keeping da- uh, personal information safer and how it was properly uh, dealt with and that kind of thing. But again, like, I still don't believe it. Even though all of this stuff happened, like, I still believe that, like, all these companies are still going to be misusing our data got to be hold that more data on us than we could ever imagine um that like all mark data marketing and all that it, like that's not gonna stop me that's just part of the real world now like we have no, to accept like, it but and it's not illegal um but it just comes down to the fact that like just because the scandal happened doesn't mean it's not it's gonna stop you know it's just gonna like happen differently they'll have a way of working it in a way that it abides with the current laws and regulations you know, they have geniuses working on this stuff like you know, no, I know just, a lot of people don't like change as well so there is an element of the uber conspiratorial nonsense as well it's like oh well they're taking it out they're doing this they're doing that they're trying to control the human population dystopian futures all that mm. and i don't necessarily think that that's anybody that anybody who's made this technology's intention the likes you know say what you want about the likes of zuckerberg and mm-hmm. stuff like this they began what they've done with the best intentions at yeah. heart yeah. and it's changed so dramatically Mm-hmm. That it's very hard to blame them on an individual level, also. Yeah, no, yeah, I completely agree. Just tens of thousands of Facebook employees. I mean, like, 
you can't expect Mark Zuckerberg to no. be on every email thread and every phone call and every meeting, like, you know. And, like, we love technology, but when shit like this happens, you know, people have a such a greater distrust for big, for, like, big tech is becoming, like, big pharma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know, technology by its nature is a wonderful thing, the same way as pharma by its standard nature is a wonderful thing. But the big, big pharma and big tech where it's all about making profit and fuck people. Mm-hmm. Is that where we're going? And do you know what the thing is as well? That what Facebook are looking at us, they're saying, yeah, go on, this happened. But none of you are deleting your password or your accounts. Do you know, none of us did. No. And now I don't know, like... They did. I think they lost like a million people, but a million people to them is like the me losing, losing a euro down the back of the yeah. couch. They had to pay a five billion euro, uh, dollar fine after all this happened and their stock went up. Do you know, like that's just the, like the yeah. fucked up way the world works. Like, you know, but any publicity is Google publicity, isn't that what they say? And publicity yeah. directly affects stock. It's you know it's so fucked up. Yeah, but like when people are so distrusting now of tech companies, like the conspiracy then just grows. Yeah, because it's like, are we being listened to? Are we being monitored? Are we? Try- are they trying to control us? You know, to control our minds through our because we're so we're just glued to the phone, black mirror style, all of the time. Maybe, but there is. I don't know. Like does like like you said. I mean like. Technology in itself also like it's, it does loads of good. Do you know, like it probably does more good than not good. I mean, mm. like without Facebook, like I would like again go back to like our parasites when they were younger. Theory. Like I have friends who I speak to regularly who I met in Australia who live in completely different sides of the world to me. Do you know, mm. like and without Facebook and all this kind of technology, I wouldn't be able to do that. Which even my friends who live in Limerick, place. even my friends who live in Limerick, like who I regularly chat on a daily basis, if we didn't have group chats and that guy, I think like you know, like I mightn't have talked to them and. A year more, yeah, I doubt like that. that. Like, you would have done the old school stuff and pick up the phone, like, yeah, yeah. But, um, it would have been less frequent contact, yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, like, we're not here to basically say that, like, Facebook's terrible, like, they need to close down in the, in the morning, like, you know, like, and technology's dangerous, like, you know, don't sign up for these things, blah blah blah. Um, you know, it has it's done a lot, it's done more good than evil, mm. depending on who you talk to. But, mm. like, as I said, it's gone, it's gone to conspiracy level. Like, have you heard of the 5G theory? About cancer? No, that's just another. That's another that's one. That's a crazy thing. That okay, so five G isn't going to give you cancer first. So. so adding on to this whole, they're trying to control our minds through social mm. media. The whole next thing is five G. So five G is at a lower frequency than four G. So it means that instead of the mass structure that we have now, that like I think it's something like every tenth, twelfth house as such will be installed with a like a like receiver. Mm-hmm. Because that's the kind of distance that 5G can travel. Mm-hmm. And now the waves that 5G travels at is supposedly a very similar frequency to the like war weaponry with you know the ultrasonic noise mm. to force people to like evacuate a place and because it's so mind-numbing. And mm-hmm. supposedly a small little tweak to that machinery can do the same thing. That it's the same base technology. And this is the whole 5G conspiracy is that the reason why this is being installed everywhere is for control. Now, yeah. add that onto the cancer one. It's like, oh, it's going to take time off our lives. We're going to be controlled. Fuck all of that. It's, it's like it's going to take a year off my life. Fine. That's completely fine because all the benefits that are coming with surgery and medical tech. Yeah. They're going to add 10. So minus one plus 10 grand. I'm still going to live nine years longer. I really don't see an issue here. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, so like sorry, well, I get renty with so this yeah, stuff. So, but, <laughs> but this is the thing with like technology as well. As technology advances, like there's always conspiracy theorists, and the thing about conspiracy theorists and all of these guys is that they're a lot louder than the rest of us who aren't conspirators. Mm. So like we're not gonna like put up a big massive status online, basically listing out how five G is completely safe. You need to relax about it. But conspiracy theor- conspiracy theorists love that shit. Yeah. So it's just louder. It doesn't mean that it's true. It just means that these people are louder. Okay, it doesn't mean that they're right. Yeah, but I and think it all kind of comes right. into the same thing because people are less trusting of the tech companies and just, you know, high-grade tech in general. Mm. As these developments come in, people are questioning everything and question away because yeah, that's good, that's healthy, like, yeah, that's good, yeah. it needs to happen. Yeah. But when it's ridiculous stuff, like, they're going to control it. Who, yeah. who really wants to do that? Yeah, no, it's... It would cost too much money to implement the technology. To it's not, it's not it's just not possible. Like, what are they going to do? They're it's just the same, go. chem, it's same with chemtrails. Like, you know, like yeah. people like to you know want to find something about about. So, like, oh, chemtrails are like, like they're putting stuff on us. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It's yeah, it is. But at the same stage, I suppose if we're giving the data up willingly, then it's a column A, column B kind of situation. It's like mm-hmm. we're really not helping ourselves. Yeah, because if we're giving that information away, it can be used. Yeah. In, uh, exactly as Cambridge Analytica did and if you think that that's where it ends that's highly doubtful mm-hmm. because what's it they say like what comes out is never everything that's actually used yeah exactly and that's what I said going back to like to all like Facebook and these cup news who say that they're going to improve their standards of privacy and blah 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 they, they might improve the standards but they're probably going to improve it from 50% to 60% not 100 do you know yeah. so like so what do we do Sign out of everything, delete all our apps, go back to Nokia phones and send letters to our loved ones when we want to talk to them. There are a better way. Is <laughs> 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 there somewhere in the middle here? <laughs> no, I mean... I don't want to go back to the 80s. I, if, if, what do you do? I mean, like, if you feel passionate enough about something to know that, like, it could... Again, like Brexit or something like that, you know, like, if, it, like if it's something important enough as Brexit, like, do your own research. You know, look into it yourself. Don't just take these targeted videos and they are targeted videos that you're seeing on your Facebook true. that are being targeted at you to change your opinion don't, don't take everything that you see to be it's a, exactly yeah. it's, well, it's the old saying don't believe everything you see on the internet yeah do you know because like these videos are made by certain people who've got a certain opinion on something and want you to have the same opinion as them so they're made in such a way that they can't sway your opinion which goes back to that group of, the group of persuadables in some states over hey, in I'll bring it back <laughs> <laughs> no it is mad like it's in when people like it does the one that annoys me most is the listening to a thing yeah that no, one annoys me more than anything because I find it's oh, my phone's listening to me it's the exact same as like oh I haven't spoken to Jimmy in a while and now mm. I get a call from Jimmy it's a it's a co- it's a coincidence that you're just taken to be but the reason you see the ads is because it's now in your head they've yeah. probably been in your data feed for days mm-hmm. and you haven't paid any attention to them but because subconsciously it's now something that's closer in your mind Th- there's been a study done on this right so they got they had like i think it was eight people they gave them 40 uh what would be classed as trigger words mm-hmm. and they intentionally gave people stuff that wouldn't be relevant so 40 year old man talking about handbags yeah and using these kind of keywords now of these 40 keywords that came true or that were used, only two actually triggered anything, and in inverted quotes, bunny rabbit ears, all that nonsense, mm-hmm. because the two that actually triggered, uh, the girl saw an ad for boots, and she saw an ad for my protein, both explainable. The my protein one, she's following a lot of 
like fit, um, fitness influencers and stuff fitness like influencers and some of them would have been sponsored by my protein she's clicking links and interacting mm-hmm. even a like even liking it boots probably the facebook pixel she was probably on could have been on a site looking at products now yeah. they're being re-advertised joe it's not like the these are things that the targeting is that is just that good so when people are looking at this cambridge analytica stuff and going oh well that's not possible it's like yeah. the, the data is all there and like it even goes back to uh what you were saying earlier on with uh google longitude where like it can basically track where you're going and that kind of thing and you could see where you were mm. in the last week you don't even have to be talking about this stuff if i go into uh i could go into a centra in sign town or it could be a boots next door to it and mm. like you know google could pick that up that the boots is next door start sending boots will ads there, to me like, you know? I don't even think we're quite at that point yet with that level of advertising like oh you are definitely when yeah. I was in Thailand I was getting like fucking advertisements for different Thai restaurants and this kind of thing like you know? oh, but that's overall location you're not getting like because you're within 30 oh, no, like, radius, no, yeah, but down to the specific but like if you went up to Belfast for example you might get an ad for the for Titanic the ta- Museum yeah but that's because you know? and again this is actually stuff that I do you'll set it with a 30 kilometer radius from the location so people who would have the interest sets and fall within the demographics within the radius that you're targeting like there'd be no point at us getting an ad for the titanic experience here we're yeah. too far away yeah but if yeah. i'm within 30 kilometers do show me the ad yeah so yeah exactly so like that, that, that basically goes back to what like what uh, what uh, what I was saying with um, you don't even have to be clicking stuff on your phone no. to get these ads like so. No, because you've already done it. You've they've mm-hmm. already the profile, the demographic profile, your interest profile. Yeah, it's all already in existence because of all yeah. your interactions across, not just the individual site. Yeah, and like it's very easy for like you said, people who are uh, like tech yeah, conspirators and that kind of thing. Say if somebody from Dublin comes down to Limerick and you end up having a conversation about Munster Rugby or something like that, and you then get an advertisement for Tony mm-hmm. Parker or Munster. Well, you're a rugby. It's not that they're listening to you. You're a rugby. Fa- you're a rugby fan. Yeah. You fall within the demographics that have the the money to buy tickets to the game. Chances are you'd like to go see a game because there's an upcoming event in the area within a 15, 20, 30 kilometer radius. In the past year on your phone. There you go. Yeah, and like I said, then like you're a town road from Tony Parker. Next thing you know. You're getting an advertising yeah, for Tom Parker. It's not, as, it's not because they're listening to you. And it's not because of this. It's not because of that. It's, yeah. like it's, it's uh, fairly it simple. It comes out to the 5,000 data points that like, the, like these companies have. And like, to right? a similar extent, it's kind of like with television advertising. They know that you're in the football matches. You know, put on the betting ads. Put on yeah. this type. You know, put on the Domino's ad. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. There's no point. It's like you're not going to have a mortgage ad at halftime in a football game because nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, you and focus like, uh, the advertising on the television according to the demographic that's watching. Mm-hmm. Social media, you're targeting the demographic according to who's watching. Yeah, and as well, like on Facebook and that guy kind of stuff, like during match season, it could be between 12 o'clock on a Saturday and 5 o'clock and you could be getting targeted ads from Bet365 to put a bet on the soccer. Do you know, it's just because like the betting companies know what time it is. It knows what... I'm not going to say the majority of the male population, or, or not even the male population. That like, but well, if you were to look at it within certain parameters, you'd be saying 21 to 32 males with interest in 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 soccer. That <coughs> so where are they following football pages? Who's the teams they're following? Oh, suddenly the you know the the odds. It's like oh yeah, uh, Lukaku to leave United yeah. and transfer to Juve because it's topical. It's within you know it's it it's all targeting. Yeah, everything else is horseshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, the only solution there is either get your data back 
originally Facebook. Yeah, and like, let's be honest. And, no, step, uh, and step three is let's fix the law. Yeah, and the regulations in re- in relation to all that. But until all that get until that gets done, we're at the mercy of what these we're third party companies that have the information and we're trusting Facebook to not have sold or, or given our information over to company X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. Complicated one, f- interesting topic. Like, but I don't think it's a topic that has an answer at the moment. Yeah, no. I mean, it's gonna be. Who knows how long? A, a decade before, like we see improvements on this kind of thing. Um, will we even see the improvements when they are implemented? I mean, like I don't think my day-to-day activity and what I scroll through and see on my phone, I'm not going to think to myself, "Yeah, I know for a fact that they're after fixing these regulations." And but definitely watch the great be- hack because we've really like we've rambled on for half an hour just even going on ridiculous tangents. Tangents. Just just tangents. from saying. Oh, the great hack. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> definitely give it a watch because, like, it is... It's just fascinating as well to see how the... Like, yeah, fascinating know. is definitely the word I'd use. Yeah, even, like, to know, like, the guys in the cafe where the, um, the lads were spying on them, they were talking about, like, how they come up with the Crooked Hillary slogan and they come up with different logos and that kind of thing. Like, to know, like, how these CEOs aren't just sitting in a boardroom, you know, like doing their job and that kind of thing like they're actually going out and they're like properly trying to come up with i would say yeah corrupt like strategies in order to make money because at the end of the day like for all these companies it all comes down to making money yep you know? and it only takes one of these companies they, to do the wrong thing with the information that they require because like the problem the big problem with cambridge analytica is they were very clearly told to delete delete the information delete the 30 million people's information delete that whole set of yeah uh, or data set or whatever what they described as and two weeks later there's emails basically showing it's like oh yeah we're using that data set to target x y and z mm-hmm. so you were told to delete that yeah and they yeah. didn't so mm-hmm. it's all well and good controlling but it only takes one company to go nope yeah and yeah. use it in the wrong way so yeah well, hopefully, uh, the generate the next generation, our generation, or the generation under us will be. See, that's the thing as well, like you know, the fact that like the generation under us, like we were here for the technological rev- or the digital revolution, like you know, we saw we we are were out for the days when we were playing on PS ones, and we're now seeing the like the evolution of the smartphone and all of these. Like, yeah, tech you companies. handed a game, an original Game Boy. Yeah. What the fuck is this big? Grey brick. Have you ever watched the videos of kids online? And you have, have like the a little VCR. switch on the side to turn up and down the green, <laughs> <laughs> depending on if it was Tetris or whatever yeah. you were playing. You see videos of kids like nowadays, they given the VCR and stuff like that, and they're like, "What the hell is this thing?" Like, you know. Mm. So, like, I mean, like, the floppy disk is just the save icon. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually it hurts. makes you actually feel old when you really think yeah. about like how. It's like, what do you save information on? Uh, I just do. <laughs> what? Uh, USB PS- sticks are basically a thing of the past. The USB, or not sorry, the USB, the memory card for the PS2 was oh, 8 megabytes. 8 megabytes. 8 megabytes. Was the like, original PlayStation 1 memory card. That's why you had a drawer of about 15 of the yeah. fucking things. I literally <laughs> have photos on my phone that are bigger yeah, than 8 megabytes. Like, you know, like it's mental how much information we are. Sure, what did they say? Information now is more valuable than oil. I would believe it. Because that oil, is the biggest oil. commodity in the world now. Yeah, because oil you can run out of oil like that. It doesn't expire. I think that's actually the best description I've ever seen. It's like PlayStation memory cards were eight. 
megabytes. I have photos that are bigger yeah, than that. Literally, I'm going go to my phone now and just look at my most recent photo and see how big it, it was because, like, it's actually mental. Um, where are we? Yeah. Oh. Is there a dick joke there? I'm going to look at my most recent photo and see how big it was. Uh, <laughs> okay. To be fair, it's 2.47 megabytes. But I remember you would have 10 games yeah, saved. I can have a few megabyte. saves there. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my crash bandy. Literally, if I duplicate that photo four times, it's three times, three and a half times. It's more than what was. But that's so. just uploaded onto cloud now. But like, yeah. okay, you come away from the memory cards and you go to the floppy disks, then you go to the USB or CDs, then you go to the USB sticks, then you go to external hard drives. Mm-hmm. External hard drives are almost a thing of the past now as well. Yeah, yeah. That's but then you gotta go back to like you know like the fact that at some point probably everything will be saved on the cloud. Do you really want that? Do you want all of your like information saved on the cloud? I couldn't give a shit as long as it's secure. If it's secure, you can make it a bit more secure, obviously using things like LastPass and and sorting out the password side of things and the encryption side of things. That's mm-hmm. and it's so easy to do. Just install the Chrome extension, set up one password, and then when you log into anything new, just click, let LastPass change the password. You don't know your passwords then. Yeah, and it becomes a very long strain, hard thing to crack, mm-hmm. and you just need to know one. And that's actually something that Apple are after bringing up in iOS uh, 13. It's a um, vault. What? It's essentially a password vault. Yeah. But it's a, it, yeah. So say if I do so, if I'm on Facebook and I sign up for a third-party app, blah, 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 instead of using my email that I used to sign into Facebook with, it gives me a scrambled email that is it's, it's like a password, just completely a string of like numbers and letters and just symbols. Just nonsense that kind of to bypass yeah, yeah. Like I even use the Brave browser now, which I is essentially... That, yeah chrome mm. but untrackable well not untrackable but like the cookies and What's shit secure, aren't yeah. there so yeah. like um, martin tested out one night you know we went on to our own website and checked the analytics on on chrome and on brave so when i went on to the site on brave it wasn't tracking in our analytics at all which is shows that joe we can do things more securely people just need, we need to be a bit more aware so you know if you're a bit, if you are concerned don't use the app use the brave browser mm-hmm. um Use things like LastPass to encrypt your passwords. And then, last but not least, look at what you're actually signing up for. Yeah. And if it you're clicking into any of these quizzes or third-party things and you don't like the look of one of the things, of one of the terms and conditions, don't just go ahead and do it anyway. Yeah. You're just... That, that's on you. Yeah. Exactly, at that yeah. point, it's on at you. At some point, like, you know, like we as the public have to be somehow held accountable for... Not reading the terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. So, I think there. the only terms and conditions I've ever read in my life were for my phone contract, and that's because it's like a page and a half long. Yeah, but essentially, no, you've been uh, handed the page and a half, so you yeah. feel like you have to look through it. Mm-hmm. And even then, we worked in phone shops for a long time. I don't believe in any way, shape, or form that every customer that came through our doors that we sold phones to, all of them did not. Oh, maybe one percent of them read it. Like I'd say a little bit more than that because a lot of the the terms and conditions are generic. But mm. in general, this is why you had the whole thing. Even like when the three contracts went up in price, like oh, you can get out. People did not know that that was a thing. That was one of our, biggest, if, our highest performing posts of all but time. People didn't August. know beforehand before that whole thing happened that if there was changes to your bill mid cycle, you had that entitlement. Mm-hmm. That took a really big thing for people to know and that was just there yeah. in black and white in the terms and conditions and the price change happened and, and people once they were told about it went oh fuck do you know yeah. so 
I don't believe for a second that everybody re- ever reads even the full contract. Yeah, no, no. So that's down to people mm-hmm. to an extent, you know. Yeah. If you're signing legally binding paperwork virtually or physically, know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, 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 no it's in there. It's like, yeah, yeah. Grant, Facebook have to be more accountable. Google have to be more accountable. Instagram, Pinterest, they all need to be more accountable. But at the same stage, I think we can do a few things, just a few things that can go a long way mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. Do if you're not signing up for something, if you're like, you know, like looking looking at opinions online, you know, like go look at a couple of different sources. Don't just Google I don't know, is Hillary crooked? As soon as you put that into the you know, go get a, a bunch of articles on why Hillary yeah, Clinton is crooked like, you know, like that we found at Dublin Tech Summit. Um they're like a Netflix of news. But it's all from like reputable sources. Mm-hmm. So if it's just some clickbait shite Facebook article, it's not in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all from legit sources. Now you pay for that service, but like if you're concerned about where the sources of your news are from and you want to make sure you're getting correct mm-hmm. information, cool. And you also need to impl- implement a bit of common sense as well. Like, you know, like sometimes you click into a site and it just looks like a tabloid newspaper. Like, you know, it's got the big bright draw letters and all that. It's riddled with ads everywhere, you know, like, and you're reading it and there's like uh, oh, typos it's in the article like, and all that. I mean, like, you got to like, at some point you got to look like, okay, this can't be legit. Yeah. You know, um, so that's where like the lights of news comes in. Like, you know, like you get it from legitimate sources and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so let, let's say five, five things that we can do to just be a bit safer on the internet. One, use incognito browsers. Yeah. Two, sort your passwords out. Mm-hmm. Look at things like you, uh, have I been pwned and stuff and make sure that you're, you're secure mm-hmm. and safe. And if you're not, change your goddamn passwords. Three, read the terms and conditions. Yeah. Four, don't post everything online. Yeah. No, if you're tagging into everywhere and you're putting pictures up of everything, that's more information. Yeah. And five, a little bit of common sense. A little bit of common sense. I would say, yeah, just... And that's all we can do for now. Yeah. And uh, just if you do end up going in, not going into incognito mode, just even once a week or so, just delete your cookies and stuff like that. Let you know, because like cookies are what... If cookies in your internet history are massive um, sources of data for companies to give you targeted ads and targeted mm. information. So just even... Maybe even less if you could do it, like, you know, once every couple of days, delete your cookies in history, like, but at least try to do it once a week or so. Yeah. Uh, just to give yourself a bit of a, like, a digital reset, if you will. Ads aren't bad. Facebook ads aren't no, bad. Digital marketing ain't bad. None of that stuff is bad. Yeah. It's bad when people when people use it the wrong way. And people like Cambridge Analytica, they're, they're getting what's coming to them, and I hope that anybody else who's been involved in those kind of companies that they all get shut the fuck down yeah and the likes of your man Alexander are held accountable as well Alexander Nix Brittany Nix. Kaiser yeah, yeah. Uh, I think your one Kaiser should like even though like she was a whistleblower like you know like she was telling us about all the stuff that she did I st- I'm like you still did it I think that she should still be held accountable you know at yeah. some extent like you know um, but yeah the great hack what would you give it out of let's say five like in terms of just quality or just like mind fuckedness just if it's a complete like it's a complete not a mind fuck because you ha- you do genuinely question yeah your own activity as soon online. as the credits start rolling you're like uh, holy fuck yeah and in terms of quality four out of four out of five yeah I give it four and a half I, I would definitely cracking documentary I would definitely say it's a must watch one hundred percent must watch it's about two hours long um but you wouldn't feel it 
No, you wouldn't feel it. It, it doesn't really get boring, you know, like they, it's not, you don't have to be big on technology and need to understand certain jargon to be able to watch it. It's fairly simple to understand what happened and how it's, how they're using your data and how it's, they're manipulating society. Um, yeah, I would easily probably give it a four and a half out of five at least. Boom, shut it down on that, so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. On that note, if you want to find out more about what we do, search for the goose. Yeah, goose.ie, uh, Twitter, Goose underscore I, Instagram, Goose die. It just, yeah. Facebook, Ghost. Just yeah. fine. Fine Ghost. Mm-hmm. Well, apart from that, good luck. Cheers. See you in a while.